Right. Now it's, um, we have Kafta Allah Domad Aleph. Kafta Allah Domad Aleph. The top line, the Heichem Manachlehu. By the way, four, four uh, advance notice, no shear next Wednesday night. Uh-huh. It's Purim. Two weeks, okay. The Heichem Manachlehu, yeah? Top line, Kafta Allah Domad Aleph. Alright, Clive? Okay. Now, what we said is like this, that you're allowed to put your tefillin under your head. Yes. Right? It doesn't say where exactly, the exact position, just says under your head. So it says the Gemara, and where must you, where, where should you put the tefillin? On Rabbi Yirmiya says, Rabbi Yirmiya ben Karol Keses, between the mattress and the pillow, but Shalaikoneged Rasha. Shalai connected Raisha, not directly opposite his head. Only, I'm sorry, you, you said, is on, you said under your head. But you between. On, on, you started. No, no, no. It said you can put the tefillin underneath your head when you're lying down in the bed. Uh, underneath your head. Underneath, underneath your head. head. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know, we had before a shala whether you can metachas, 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 Under the head. So we want to know where under the head. We we kaftaladom at Aleph, top line. Yeah. So the Heikhamanakalu, exactly where are you allowed to put it? Underneath your head when you're lying on the bed. On Rabiermia Ben Karolakesas, between the mattress and the pillow, but Shalai Kaneged Rashai, not directly opposite his head. So what does that mean? You're allowed to put them beneath his head. But you can't lie on it. In other words, right? The part which you you've got a bag of tefillin, yeah. but the part where the tefillin is, you can't put directly underneath your head. You've got to move that over a little bit, so your head not directly on top of the tefillin. So yeah. Does it mean that there's no bag on, on the tefillin? The tefillin is under the pillow. Is that to be understood? So, which is the bag? But there's, there's no bag on it. Oh, all right. Even even if there's not a bag, okay. Yeah. It says you can put them. You can put them. Um, what do we say? You put them under the pillow because that will make sure that they won't fall off because yeah. you're putting it there to, to keep it safe. But you can't put them directly underneath your head. So if you've got a pillow like like this, for example, and say your head is lying on that part of the pillow, you put it under this part of the pillow. There's no other place you can. Is is safe? Oh, we'll, we'll see. The Gemara comes to it. The Gemara comes to it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're right. But the Gomorrah very often asks yeah. theoretical questions yeah. in, a, in an unusual situation. Yeah. Yeah. Is it din, you know, it, can one do it, such a thing? Yeah. Not that the one, one, one would want to do it, because we'll see in a minute the Gomorrah finds other places where you can put it. Because there's a practical problem with the, to fill it under the pillow, even if they're not directly under the head. Yeah. We move at night, don't we? Yeah. So I suppose the chances are that eventually, could be. Gemara's not worried about that. That could be. That we're not worried about. You know, but it could be as well. If you've got the tefillin, say, say for example, you've got the tefillin underneath there, and your head is lying on that part of the pillow. Even if you move, yeah. the, the tefillin won't let you because there'll be a sort of a bump there in the. Ah, I see what you mean. I don't. It'll you know. Wake you up. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Any case, so so uh, so we now ask a question. What Rabbiurim says. Rabbiurim says, "Ben Kaulakesis." Between the mattress and the pillow, shall I connect Raisha, but not directly opposite his head. 
Voltoni Rabchia, but Rabchia turns on a brisa. Maniach bekova tachas merchais. You can put the tefillin in a bag. Now, kova actually means a hat. So the Mephoshim explained that the bags that were made, bags of tefillin that were made in those days were made in the shape of a hat. But it's a bag. So they, you could, sorry. So what we're saying is, right? You can put them in a bag underneath your head. So what's that smashma? That you can put them directly underneath your head. See, in the first price that we had, it can be Ben Karol Akesis, but Shalok and Eged Rosha, not directly underneath his head. In this price, say it says, Manichem Bekovo Tachs Merashaisov, you can put it in a bag underneath his head, it's mashma that you can lie directly on it. And for the Gemara, the Mapik Le Lemorsha the Kovalavar. No. It means that the, you've got a bag, like, like this. You, you, this is where he lies his head on. He's got the bag underneath, so he pushes the part where the tefillin is of the bag onto this side. So he's not lying directly on it. But is the bag required? No, no, no. What is... It's not required, so I just had... No, is what... Bag, isn't the bag itself... Is, is it is a chatzitza? Uh, uh, uh. Yeah, no, the, if he has got the bag, so why do you need to put it under the head? Put it next to it. Oh, 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 so wait a minute, we're coming to the Gomorrah of the other places where they used to put them. But this price had just no, come, I, come, I know what yes, you're saying. I thought he didn't have a bag, but you said that he has got a bag. Yeah, he's so why doesn't he put the bag down somewhere else? Yes. Because it's more safe, it's most safe but underneath. For the if, 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 you, if you've got, you know, if you've got ten thousand pounds of cash, where, where are you going to put it? On the chair next to you? But you're going to put it underneath the pillow. You'll put it, that's the most safe place. And this is a safe that it shouldn't fall down. Yeah, Thomas could put down if you will wake up. Oh, oh. That's right, so it's most safe underneath his, underneath his head. That's what I'm saying. So the mafle le mosh This means like this. That the bulge of the pouch, in other words the bulge of the, of the bag, where the tefillin are, right? So the part which has got actually the tefillin, that has got to be beyond the part of the, of the pillow where you put rest his head. So if you rest his head on this side, that the part of the tefillin where the bag is, that gets pushed over to the other side. So it fits in very well, the two brises. In other words, even when it says so it doesn't mean literally you can put your head on the pillow directly on top of the tefillin. You've got to push push the part of the tefillin also to one side so your head is not directly resting on it because it's a disrespect. Because you see, remember, we've got to balance because what we said, the whole reason what did we say before last week? We said, the halacha is like Shmuel that you can put your tefillin under your head even if his wife is with him my timer, what was the reason? Because it's more important to protect them, to make sure that they're not stolen or anything should happen to them, than the disrespect that you gave to them. And remember, we brought a riot from last week. Also, that's the same reason why you're allowed to take filling into the base of Kisei. Even though it's not very respectful, but it's more important that you keep it. And if you, we were worried that if you put it in the holes in the wall, either the mice will take it or people passing by in the street if you put it on the other side. So here as well, the same sort of thing. Oh, so now, yeah. But it just occurred to me. Yeah. We're worried about a black market, if I can use that expression for tefillin. There are people stealing them, yeah? Yeah. 
the case of the woman that stole the defilin, remember? Yeah. The harlot. Yeah. yeah, yeah. She didn't steal it for monetary gain. She stole it to, uh, to embarrass the person. Are you with me? Well, we don't know what her motive of reason... No, <coughs> of, of, of money. Yeah, it might be, it might be. Well, no, the Gemara doesn't know. The mission, the, the, the story doesn't say that. Just the story says that she went to the base of Medrash and said, look who it belonged to. But it could be what actually happened, the reason why she went there was because he wouldn't give her money. It could be. I mean, it doesn't say that in the story. No, no, no. In the story simply says that she took this side and took the tefillin and she went along to the base of Medrash and she said, look, this man was Mazano with me, he had Zanus with me, the immoral. And look, this is what he get this is what he paid me with. Right? But it could have been behind that story was the reason because at the end of the day she only was interested in the money. Well what she should do, she embarrass him. Right? She didn't even know whose twilling she was taking when she took it. So it could be that she blackmailed him for money and he wouldn't pay, so you should say so he went and embarrassed her. Who knows? Who knows? Any case, now, so now we come to Leo's point. So there's other options for where you can put the tefillin to keep them safe. Bakapora Tsailukhilta, Bakapora would wrap the tefillin in the curtain surrounding his bed. You know, in those days, they had these four poster beds, and they had curtains coming down. So what he used to do is he used to tie it in the curtain, or Muppet Le Moshan Levar, and he would draw the bulge outside. In other words, he would tie it up, make a knot, and make sure that the part of the tefillin was outside away from his bed. That's better. Huh? That's better. Okay, so that's that's another idea. In other words, because yes, it's less. It, it's not so disrespectful as lying lying with it on your head, lying under the pillow, and and also hopefully it's safe because it's you know it's nearby. Rav Shisha bread Rav Idi Manachlehu Ashar Shifa. He put it. He put his twillin on a chair. A porous and he put a scarf over them. This is, uh, the Fosham explained because we, we will learn soon that with a twillin, you've got to be kiss per kiss. It's got to have like two bags. So therefore, he puts it on the, he puts the twillin on a stool and then he covers it with a scarf. Right? In other words, the twillin were in a bag and then in addition, he covered it with a scarf. Then that'd be a more normal place to put it. So you're right. These, what we're saying is, in a normal case, that's where you would put it. But if a person is very worried and he feels the only safe place to keep it is underneath his thing, you know, perhaps he might have uh, neighbours or people in the next room who he doesn't trust and he wants to keep it. So the, the, so we need to know the halacha of whether he can keep it if he needs to in an emergency. Can he keep it under his head? And the answer is he can keep it under between the pillow and the mattress, but not exactly underneath his head. He needs to move it over a little bit. The obvious place is a table, isn't huh? it? The obvious place would be a table. Well, it all depends where a person, under the circumstances, feels it's more safe. Yeah, yeah, safer, yeah. You know? Okay. I was once standing in front of Rava. He said to me, Go and fetch my tefillin. And I found them between the mattress and the pillow of Rava's bed but not directly opposite the place where he rested his head. I found it in the place like this, what we said. Now, I knew that the previous night his wife had gone to the mikvah, and therefore I... He knew that. The Gemara doesn't explain how he knew that. He knew that. Perhaps he lived next door to the mikvah and he saw her going in. I don't know. But in any case, he knew that it had been... 
that, that last night that, that, that his wife had been to the mikvah, and therefore presumably he realized that last night they'd had relations, right? So why did he tell it? And, and he must have, Rava must have known that this um, Rav Hamnuna must have was aware that he that, that, that he had relations. So why did he send them that? It was to teach that that the halach in actual practice that you can leave your tefillin under the pillow even when your wife is with him. Because what did we say before? We had like this. We had two brises. One said that like this. Shmuel says muta afila ishta imai. That you can put your tefillin underneath a pillow, even if your wife is with him. In other words, even if there's a chance, you may have relations. And then we asked from a brisa which said, And then rather said on that, Even though this brisa which says you can't do it if your wife is there, is a question against Shmuel. Nevertheless, the halacha is like Shmuel. And we answer the reason why. Because it's more important to guard them then worrying about disrespect. Right. So the question... Under the pillow, does he kiss because kiss? He just puts them under his pillow. Is that kiss because kiss? I don't... Well, if, if you just put them underneath the yeah, pillow... That, that, that's not indication. That, no. The statement is here that there no. is a bag that they're in the bag. No, no. The first case... The second one is with there's a bag to cover. But the first one is just underneath... You're right. Underneath the pillow. So it's not even kiss because kiss. You're right. You're right. But, th- but this point here, it was Rother who said that the halacha is like Shmuel, yes. namely that what? That even if his wife is there, it's mutter. Yes. But he wanted to show, not only did I say the halacha is like Shmuel, I want to show you that I actually, it happened to me, and I demonstrated that I hold that, that, that I did what the halacha, that, like, like what Shmuel said. Because Shmuel said, even if your wife is with you, you're allowed to put the tefillin underneath your pillow. Therefore, he specially sent Rab Hamnunah, who probably was a Talmud of his, and said, go fetch my tefillin, in order that he will find the tefillin exactly underneath the pillow, but shall I connect we said. And since he happened to know, how he knew the Gemara doesn't tell us, but he seemed to know <coughs> that robber, had had relations with his wife the night before, and nevertheless the tefillin was underneath the bed. To tell you, to demonstrate, that the halot, lemaisa, lemaisa would overed. In, act, in actual practice, yeah, he, he, you can leave your tefillin underneath your pillow, even when your wife is with him. No special sneeze. Oh, 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 oh. But I don't think he told him. He didn't tell him. But he somehow must have known that he knew. Perhaps he saw the wife just going in there or someone like that. But he knew that the wife knew and that's why he sent him along to think like that. So the question is, the question is, what we're saying, because Rover said that Halacha follows Shmuel, he wanted to show that in actual practice he followed that ruling as well. And there's a Gemara in Baba Bastra which says that when a Chochem gives a ruling, gives a Psak, while he's learning, right, one shouldn't act upon it until he indicates that it's sound enough to follow it in practice. <coughs> in other words, it's one thing when a person gives a psak, aloha. Yeah. It's one thing. But the Gemara says in Bhavastra that until he sort of indicated that you can actually follow that in practice, you shouldn't do it. That's right? No, so, don't quite follow that. I mean, I do no, no, no. What we're saying is like this. But before we had like this, the Brighter said if Hoysa Ishta Imai is Osa. Nevertheless, Robert comes along and says, even though there's a question on that, 
you know that that you can do it when you even when your wife is there. Nevertheless, a halacha is like him, right? Now, since it, things are putting safety over above disgrace. Yes. Yeah. 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 So right? therefore, therefore, Rava wanted to show his Talmud yes. that not only did I say the halacha is like that, but I did it as well to show that the halacha is like that. I don't, yeah, that wouldn't be otherwise. If, you're right, you're right, you're right. But, <laughs> you're right, but if you look in the Gemara and Baba Basri, it says like this, I'll just read the words, it yes. says, that when a Chochum issues a ruling in the course of his studies, yes. one should not act upon it until the sage indicates that it is sound enough to be followed in practice. Because sometimes you have halacha of a Myron cane, for example. You've got, <coughs> it's a halachas like that, but you don't publicize it. So here it was not only the halach, yeah, because, you know, there's certain cases we have like that. But here he not only wanted to say that the halacha is like that, yeah. but I actually did it. It sort of adds weight to yeah. what he said, if you know what I mean, that he actually did it himself. Right. Right? In other words, when the, when, 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 uh, the first Shabbos of the Eruv, I remember with my own eyes, I saw Dain Aaron walking with a safe underneath his hand. Oh, yeah. so it's one thing that he turns around and says that Aruv is okay, yes. but when you see him doing it, yes. then you, oh, it gives it, it, do you understand? It gives it more strong. So here as well, he told his Talmud, go and fetch my tefillin because he knew he would see it. And he, since he was, since he was privy to the fact that he'd been with his wife, then yes. he knows that he follows the halacha like that as well. It's not just gazooked, but I actually do it as well. Okay. Um, and there's another thing sometimes you can find a, <coughs> a rov will be makel right he give a lenient psak but for himself he's machme someone says like yes that. I think Rabbi Feldman is machme because he doesn't come to shul and shop this morning no, anymore right yeah now yeah. he used to give a I, I, I can tell you for myself yes. because I asked him about my father to be pushed by a guy yes. here and he, he gave a heter yes. but he's machme for himself yes. So here we're saying it was not a case like that. It was a case that he was Michael and said, even when your wife is there, and he actually followed that. Yeah. So that, 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 that's what this piece of Gomorrah wants to say. Okay. Now we start an, another Gomorrah. Okay. Boy, me Rav Yosef, Braid Rav Nechunim, Rav Yehuda. Rav Yosef, son of Rav Nechunim, asked Rav Yehuda, Shnaim Shishenim, Amita Achas. Two people are sleeping naked in one bed, Mahu, what is a din? Whether one of them can turn his face away from the other and say Shema, and the other one can turn his uh, face away from the other and, and recite Kriya Shema. In other words, the question is whether they're allowed to <coughs> say Shema while lying back to back and their buttocks are touching. Alright? Say, say it straight how it is. Right? In other words, the whole Shala is, is that considered Erevor or not? The front is definitely considered Erevar. Right. The question is, the back, is that also considered Erevar? So, <coughs> you line back to back. We're talking about covered by a sheet, yes? No, well, you're covered by a sheet, yes. Yeah. But still, but they're, they're behind, their buttocks are touching. So are they allowed to say Krishma in such a situation? Now, before we sort of carry on, I want to draw your attention to the middle titles on Kapitala Domodalov. Because he asked two very good questions. Shnaim shoy yushenim b'mitzvah im timer means question. Valoi raya ervas atzmai. He can see his own erva. In other words, he might be turned back to back with a person, the other person, but he can see his own erva because he's naked in the bed. So how can he say Krishna? V'yashlaim and the answer is she'etzi roish alachutz. 
even though his body is under the cover, but his head is sticking out, yes. so he can't see his Arabot. That's right. Right. Yes. That's that's one title. Thought... Then title asks another question. In time of Harry Libayrayas Arabot. Now we have a we have our locha that when you daven, you can't have Libayrayas Arabot. Means your heart seeing your Arabot. That is the basis on okay. which Hasidim put a gartel on. Because remember, in the olden day, in the olden days, they just used to wear a long robe. So if you've got a long robe, in, in, as it were, the heart can see the ervo. In other words, separation between the heart and the ervo. So Libra rise the ervo. So even though his head is sticking out of the sheets, but underneath is his body and his heart. He's, he's got no clothes on, so his heart can see his ervo. How can you do that? There's a machlokas about it. And this particular time that holds that Libo Raisa Erevo is okay. Inami or Chaitzas Pabigdai Kenegid Libo. He's actually got some sort of clothing between his heart and his Erevo. That's why it's like, whatever, yeah, whatever, whatever. <coughs> right. So this is a Shala now, where the two people lying back to back, right, with no clothes on at all, but they're, they're, they're touching. Can that, what do you call it, is that considered Erevo or not? So Omale, so he said to them, Hochi Shmuel, this is what Shmuel says, Vafilo Ishta Imo, even if his wife is with him. With one of them, or you said No, 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 no. That means even if the person who is with him in this bed is his wife. We'll see in a minute. We'll see in a minute what this means. Right? In other words, what we're saying is that this Agovas, which is buttocks really, they they are not there's no erva there. And then Fafila Ishta Imo. In other words, Another man, certainly, there's no problem. I feel like even if wife with him. So, uh, so now we will see what's the difference between a wife and an ordinary person. Muscular Rabbi Yosef. Rabbi Yosef asks the following kasha. Ishto evelami b'ayacha. The way, the way, uh, Shmuel answers, he says, but I feel even his wife with him. In other words, well, if it was another man, there's no problem at all. But I feel even his wife with him, we might have thought there's a problem. We will see in a minute what the problem is. But, <coughs> so, Ishto Velomi by Acha. Certainly a wife, but Velomi by Acha, it goes without, you don't even need to say that it's allowed to be back to back with another man. So, ask Rabbi Yosef Akasha, other on the contrary. Ishto Kagufai. A man's wife is like himself. The Rush explains, right, that since a man is used to be with his wife, is not so likely that when they have any such contact like that, it will lead to improper thoughts. Uh, Rashi, Rashi says, "Ishto kagufa v'rogelboy." He's used to her. There's not so much sort of bad, you know, immoral thoughts, right? Achalav kagufa. Whereas another man is not like himself. In other words, so what Rabbi Yosef is saying like this: that you Shmuel say. Even the wife, but certainly another man, it's okay back to back. Right? And I say no. A wife is okay, but another, uh, another man, one man, uh, if there are two men in the bed, that's no good. Can I ask a, a yeah. delicate question? Yes. Because <laughs> I'm not following this. We're, we're talking about normal heterosexual people, yes? Yes. So and what is another man doing in the bed? No, no, that's not my question. No. If it wouldn't occur to any of us, to be stimulated by another man. Well, correct. So correct. Why, why, the, why there are problems? <coughs> are you with me? I, I, I am with you. For, what? 
I mean, it's, 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 a situation like this is, is, is very rare to arise. But the Gomorrah, it just wants to know, since Agvas, Agvas means Batoxy, right? Since that, that is, is that considered error or not? Right? So what we're saying, the fact that you're back to back with a naked person, you might, I don't know, you might have some wrong thoughts. It could be. Even if, look, first of all, we, you know, you don't know who you're talking about. You can talk about any type of man. You don't know. Right? So what Rabbi Yosef is saying is, with your wife, it's okay. Because since you're used to her, yes. the fact that you happen to be touching is yes. not going to get you uh, sort of aroused or anything yes. like that. Yes. But it could be another person, even if it does happen to be a man, right? It, 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 perhaps it would get you aroused. That's what, that's what Rabbi Yosef is saying. I hear what you say, but, you know, it could happen. It could happen. That's, uh, that's, that's what Rabbi Yosef is saying. Yes. So therefore, we've got Machlaikas, right? Between Shmuel and Rabbi Yosef. Shmuel says, even his wife. Whether, in other words, not only a man is, a man is certainly okay, but even his wife as well is okay, and they can be back to back and they can say Shema. Rabbi Yosef says, no, only his wife. Not another man. Okay, that, that's what the Machlokes is about at the moment. Now, basically, the Asakasha, against what Shmuel said. Remember, Shmuel says, both another man and his wife. Yes. So now they ask like this. There are two prices. The first price is, one price says, if two people are sleeping naked in one bed, this one turns his face away and says Shema, but this one turns his face away and says the Shema. That's one price. Right? In other words, it's mutter to do. For Tanya Achrita, and then we've got another brisa, which says as follows. Hayoshen Bamitov, you're sleeping in a bed, or Bonov and his sons, or Bnei Beisai, and other members of his household, Bitsidai, at his side. Harizel la Yikro Krishma, he may not say Shema. Elim Kenaisa Talismov Sekas Beinayim. Unless there's a cloak between them. Okay? However. She's stricter. Yeah, exactly. However, if his sons or other members of his household are Katanim, we'll discuss what age we're talking about. They're minors. Mutter, then it's allowed to say the Shema, even without a cloak between them. Okay. So we have got, basically, a machlokas of the two prices. The first price says it's perfectly okay. Yes. And the other one says, no, you can't do it unless you... Well, we'll discuss what, what it is referring to, right? But the second one says, you need a talus between them. Oh, so we say like this. According to Rav Yosef, remember Rav Yosef is the one who says, it's okay with your wife, but not with another person. Then there's no contradiction between the two brises. Why? The first price which allows you to say Shema back to back against another person, that refers to his wife, which he says you're allowed to do. The second one which says you can't do it, refers to another man. Now, the question is, it says Bonov, his sons, or Bnei Beisai, and the members of his household. So it says Rashi, it must be not his wife. Because if we're saying the yeah, two brises, one is referring yeah. to his wife and one yeah. is not referring to his wife, so B'nai Beisai means it's not his wife, it means mem- members of his household. His daughters. 
Blay Besa, well, Blay Besa can either be, <coughs> could be his daughters, or it could be members of his house, could be his avodim, whatever it is, you know. Female avodim? No, 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 not oh. female avodim. Oh. It's a male avodim, whatever. It's not his wife. Alright, so again, we've got two prices. One allows it, one disallows it. Yeah. Contra Biosurf, who distinguishes between whether it's your wife or another man. Then you can say it. the one that allows it, the first price, so that, that's according to, that's the wife there. It's talking about the wife. And the one that doesn't allow it is talking about, uh, another person, not the wife. So that Rabbi Yosef can easily answer the steer between the two prices. However, a little Shmuel, Kasha. Shmuel doesn't make a difference between your wife and, <coughs> between one's wife and another person. He says, I feel it, Ishtemai. Yeah. Certainly, Lomi Boy, another man. Now there's a contradiction between those two prices. Ah, yes. So how does Shmuel answer that contradiction between the two prices? <coughs> so that Omaloch Shmuel, Shmuel will say to you, the Rav Yosef Minicha, are you saying it's okay? According to Rav Yosef, Vatanya, but we learned in the second price, how you Yoshim b'mitzah, you're sleeping in the bed of a bon of a bnei base of a mitzah, and his sons and members of the household are also in the bed. He can't say Shema unless he has a cloak in between them. Right? Now, if you look in, look in Rashi, right? In other words, we said, according to Rabbi Yosef, B'nai Beisai is not his wife. Right? In other words, the first thing is where you can do it is his wife. But the second one, which says B'nai Beso is not his wife. Mm-hmm. Shmuel disagrees with that. He said, you cannot say B'nai Beso, members of his house, does not include his wife. It must include his wife. That's what Rashi says. And therefore, <coughs> according to Shmuel, Rabbi Yosef has also got a question. Because the first Bryce says that you can with your wife. And the second Bryce says you also, you cannot with your wife. Because it says B'nai Beisai, and B'nai Beisai called Shmuel can only be your wife. But it's more, it's in the plural, it must be more. Yeah, it can be more, but at least includes his Including wife. wife. Includes yeah. his wife. Because we wanted to say, what, what, what did Rabbi Yosef want to say? The it's first one, which allows, yeah, yeah, first one which allows it, allows it only his wife. Yes. But the second one is talking about another person. Or you could say, no, he says, it's another person. Because, Rashi said, well, it's only B'nai Beisai, B'nai Beisai, that is not his wife. It's something else. And Shmuel disagrees with that. Shmuel says no. If you've got the word B'nai Beisai, it must include his wife. So in other words, he turns around and says, Rabbi Yosef has also got a problem. Because the first one that allows, Rabbi Yosef said it's his wife. And the second one, which says you don't allow it, says B'nai Beisai. And Shmuel says that must be your wife as well. So Rabbi Yosef's also got a question. You're just asking me, say, I've got a question. No, he's also got a question. Because B'nai Beisai must, must be his wife. So we have one browser, one browser that allows it to, with his wife. And a second price that disallows it with his wife. So Rabbi Yosef has also got a question. Right? So what can you say to defend Rabbi Yosef? You must say, contra Rabbi Yosef, the case of your wife is a machloikas tanoim. In other words, these prices, the first, first price that allows it. Second price, it doesn't allow it. So it's according to me as well, the entire issue, whether it's your wife or anyone else, is also machlokas tanoim. In other words, what we're saying is like this. Shmuel has shown that even according to Rav Yosef, there's a dispute between the prices. Right? In the case of, of your wife. Right? And the Shmuel takes it one step further. 
And he extends the Machloikas also to the case of two men. And now the first b'risa, what does the first b'risa say? Shnaim sheyishen v'mito achas. It doesn't say who. So Shmuel will say this applies either to a man and his wife, or to a man and another man. It's allowed. And the second b'risa, which refers to, (coughs) again, either a man or uh, either another man or his wife says it's also there's also machlokas tanoim because it's the same way that Rabbi Yosef is going to come onto a machlokas tanoim because Ishtai the first case is only refers to Ishtai because Rabbi Yosef said only his wife is okay and the second wife is also his wife because it's a Nebai so that's his wife so Rabbi Yosef how do you how does, can Rabbi Yosef hold only his wife because it's a machlokas tanoim he'll go with the first brises so the machlokas of two brises so I also say there's a machlokas between the two Brises, namely that the first Brisa says uh, uh, two people can uh, can be in the same bed and say Krishna, that is either whether the second person is your wife or another man, yes. and the second Brisa says that you can't and it, so you've it, answered, it, so I've answered as well in other words the same problem, because you wanted to say it's only Rabbi Yosef can explain the two Brises, because he holds one is with his wife and one with another man and I've got a problem because I don't distinguish. Shmuel doesn't distinguish, doesn't make a difference between man and and the wives. So how is he going to explain it to Machlois? He says, no, Rabbi Yosef has also got a problem. Because Rabbi Yosef also, you can't say that the second bride which forbids it is not his wife. But Bnei Basel is always his wife. So he's got two brides which totally contradict each other. The first one says his wife is okay. Second one says his wife is not okay. So what does he say? It's a Machlois that Fine. So I also say there's a machloks atanoim regarding, I take it one step further and say it's not just a machloks about the wife, it's a machloks about another man as well. I still don't understand though, with, with somebody that's a healthy heterosexual, like most of us, yeah, yeah. why he would be stimulated by another man. Well, uh, uh, I mean, I mean, unless, he has, unless he has that inclination. <coughs> well, just, you know, I don't understand it. I mean, I don't know. Perhaps yeah. just as the feeling of skin against skin. I maybe, don't know. Maybe. I don't know. You know, but I mean, because w- Rabbi Yosef is saying what, yes. what, what the whole point of Rabbi Yosef is saying that that the reason why you won't be stimulated, is why? Because you're used to her. You're, you're, you're used to not the thing. But somebody else thing, it might momentarily bring some 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 thoughts to you. You know, perhaps you think, perhaps it, you're back to back. You, yeah. you imagine it's a woman there. I, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, I, I don't want to get yeah. too delicate. You see my, pro- my question. Yeah, yeah I'm sure yeah. I understand your question. Yeah, yeah. yeah. but that's what we're saying. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So the yeah. Don't need anyone in your bed with you when you're saying Krishna. That'd be the best possible outcome.
It sounds a bit far-fetched. Okay, let's go a little bit wider. Oh, man. Sorry? Whole family slept in one Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 It was poverty. It was, uh, yeah, the cat, the cat slept in the bed. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. This one may turn to the end and say Shema. This one may turn to the end and say Shema. So now ask the Gemara, and it's evil. So we answer the Messiah of Rav Huna. His brother supports the ruling of Rav Huna. The Omer Rav Huna. Because then it's not butter because I'm not Erevar. Right? The front part obviously is Erevar, but the back is not Erevar. Is that so? Yes. Hang yeah. On. Yeah. You can't see the back. Yeah. No, no, no. It's not because you can't see it, because we'll see in the Gemara afterwards. If you can see it, it would be. No, it, it, it's not considered so, that, that, so, so the Gemara now wants to bring a support for Rav Huna that Agvus ain't behem Mishum Erevo. Lay Messiah later Rav Huna because we have in, uh, what do you call it, Chala, a mission in Chala. Or Isha Yeshev is Vakotzala Chalosa. A woman may sit on the ground and separate a Chala and say a brocha as well, even when she's got no clothes on at all, she's naked. Why? Because she can cover her erva, not the back we're talking about, the front, she can cover this yeah. while she sits on the ground. Avalaiha-ish, but not a man, because a man cannot hide his erva, oh, no, right? Yeah. It protrudes. Yes. Uh, whereas, whereas a woman can hide her erva, therefore oh, she can yeah. think. Yeah. So now, what we're saying, because only because she can hide her erva, her front. Yes. Right? But it obviously is clear from there that the Mishnah allows a woman to make a bracha even though the back part is exposed. Because oh, yeah. the only talk has is ponel by karka. I said ponel means her erva, her front. But the back is okay. So that's a, that's a proof to Rav, uh, to, uh, to Rav Huda that, that, that the back buttocks are not considered erva. So answer the Gemara, no. Sorry. Tirgamar of Nachma Yitzchak. Nachma Yitzchak said, no, you can't bring a proof from that at all. Because we're talking about cases that could go and show how your ponel too high as Bakarika. Right? It means where her erva is completely against the ground. Mm-hmm. In fact, the Me'iri says she's sitting on soft earth and presses herself into it. Mm-hmm. So therefore, the back can't be seen. As well. Yeah, it can't be seen. So, so, and therefore, oh, right, they're covered. So you can't bring a proof from the Mishnah, because it doesn't refer to a case in which her buttocks are exposed. Oh, in other words, if the back was exposed. Yes, it'd be a problem. And, no, 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 wait a minute. If the back was exposed yes. and the front was not, yes. and then you would say she can make a brocha in a situation like that, then you could bring a proof yes. that the back, there's no error. But, but, this is not but here case. we're not talking about, we're talking about a case where the back's not exposed either. Yes. She's sitting in soft yes. earth yeah, yeah, and she presses herself into it so you yes. can't even see the agvos either. So would it apply to a man, therefore? No, we can't, because it's different from No, because um, a man can't hide his erva. No, that's right. Whereas a woman can hide her erva. If she sits on the ground, flush to the ground, you won't see the erva. Well, you could, but you we, we wanted to... Br- sorry? You could cover it with earth if you wanted to. 
<coughs> yeah, no, but a woman, if she sits right under oh, the right, ground, you won't see it. You won't see it. Yeah. Right? Yeah. But we wanted to bring a proof. Yes. You won't see the front, but the back you can see. So yeah. it's a proof that the back there's no error. And the commander answers, no, we're talking about a case where you can't see the back either. Right. So it's not a proof. No, so we don't know if Avrus is there or not. I remember, I think, is there something Malkus for a woman? Is there something called Malkus for a woman? What's that? I think. Oh, you mean because... Uh, yeah, yeah, I think... Yeah, there is something. What, was yeah, the, what, what, what's the phrase you used? I didn't understand the word no, you used. No, no, I'm, I'm asking... When, you, when you get yeah, Malkus, you get 39, yes. if, if you've yes. done... You know, in the olden yes. days, yes. Yes. somebody yes. did a laugh, yes. you would yes. get yes. Malkus. Yes. He's asking also whether a woman can reveal herself, etc. I know, yeah, there is something, but I, I can't remember what it was. Is it by Saita maybe there's something? Yeah, well, Saita, they, 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 they reveal her. Yeah. Could be, could be, could be, okay. I, I think. Okay, fine, we can leave yeah. it there, yeah. Okay. Nine o'clock, yeah. Square, square. Okay. Oh, good. Thank you. Yeah. Okay, I know it's, 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 it sounds in 2018, a lot of this yeah. sounds very theoretical, very yeah, far-fetched, yeah, yeah, yeah. but... Yeah. You know, and as you say, you get a very good point that one could, uh, in, in those days, they only had one little room where they could sleep in, and, and these things used to happen. Exactly. Yeah, one can't understand that nowadays. Exactly. I heard, I heard it said, somebody told me that the Hazanish Paskund, I haven't seen it in the safer, that nowadays there's no din of properly din of basic kisse. No, yeah. In other words, when we talk about basic kisse kavua, when there's sire on the ground, yeah, yeah, actually yeah. dirt on the ground, yeah. right? It doesn't apply nowadays. Now it's all no, clean. You brush yeah, it. You yeah, know, you, yeah. you brush it. You, yeah, you pull yeah, the yeah. chain, and all yeah. that. There's nothing there. Yeah, yeah. So he says, "This is what I, somebody told me yeah. that, oh, the that that, that the, the whole idea of basic kisse." Yes. As yeah. stated in the Gemara, doesn't, doesn't apply now. The there is no such thing as we, a basic kisser. We, we learned it in the Haloch of Halibai. Yeah. Basic kisser. Yeah. No such thing as a basic kisser now. Thank you very much. Yeah. Okay, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you.